Hey, podcast listeners. Have you ever wondered what's behind a story? Well, I always do. I'm always wondering, what is the story to that? How did it get there? Who made it up? Is it true? Is it false? Well, today I've got a story for you on a brown, sticky substance that's used as a lubricant. So I hope you enjoy this and let's have a listen. In pursuit of trying to find a natural lubricant for my lawnmower blade, I happened upon a story of a scientist who mistakenly had been given credit for the invention of this somewhat thick, brown, natural lubricating substance. Born in either January or June of 1864 on a farm in Missouri, George did not have what one would call a privileged life. You see, he was born into the world of slavery. Although the elder farm owner did not believe in slavery, the white farm owner bought his mother when she was just 13 years of age to help on the farm. When George was just an infant, a band of marauding slave raiders during the Civil War kidnapped him along with his mother and sister. George, however, was fortunate that a hired neighbor of the Carver farm was able to track him down and purchase him by trading one of Carver's best horses. George's mother and sister, however, were never located. Although I said George did not grow up having a privileged life, I only say that because of the color of his skin. But he, along with his brother James, were accepted into the Carver family and treated like they were their own children and given an education. George was small and frail and did not much care for the farm labor, but his brother James was the opposite and preferred the manual labor of working on the 240-acre farm and quickly grew tired of learning to read and write. Mrs. Carver, instead, taught George how to cook, do laundry, and work in the garden. This is where George thrived and found his liking. He took an interest in science and the engineering of the plants and liked to experiment with natural pesticides and study all the soil conditions. Because of this extreme interest in pesticides and soil, the nearby farmers quickly knew him as the plant doctor. When he was just 11, George left for an all-black school in the town of Neosha, Missouri, but found that the education was lacking and left for Kansas. He finally graduated high school in 1880 and applied to Highland College in Kansas, where he was accepted and soon after rejected once the administration learned that he was black. Encouraged by a white family who George befriended, they encouraged him to continue pursuing a higher education, which he did. George enrolled at a Methodist college where he studied art and piano with the hopes of earning a teaching degree but was discouraged by a professor who did not think that it would be possible for a black man to make a living in the arts. Instead, he encouraged George to study botany at the then, now, Iowa State Agricultural School. In 1894, George became the first African American to earn a Bachelor's of Science degree and then earn his Master's of Agriculture degree in 1896. I guess you could say George ended up having a privileged life, but it was due to his tenacity and hard work. 
George, as I have been referring to him as throughout this story, is George Washington Carver. He added Washington to his name from Booker T. Washington, who played a pivotal role in his life, and Carver, the last name of the White Farm family who raised them as their own. This story doesn't end here, because as I had mentioned, I was looking for a natural lubricant for my lawnmower blade, to which George was mistakenly given credit to this discovery by many. So, let us continue. The natural lubricant I was searching for goes as far back as the Aztecs when they used to grind this legume to create a pasty brown substance. Three people deserve the credit in one form or the other in the modern era of this lubricant. Marcellus Gilmore Edson from Canada in 1884. Dr. John Harvey Kellogg then Dr. Amaro's Straub, or Straub, in 1903. We can credit the good Dr. Kellogg for popularizing this gooey brown substance. And then in 1904, concession stand operator named C.H. Sumner sold $705.11 worth of this natural substance at the St. Louis World's Fair, bringing it to everyone to try. Not only did this sticky substance work as a so-called lubricant, but also had some health benefits if you were to decide to eat it. Ever since then, it has been a child's favorite and found in many lunch boxes. And moms, they could make the best sandwiches in the world with it. Have you guessed what it is? That's right, peanut butter. An all-natural, multi-purpose food that can remove chewing gum from your hair, lubricate a lawnmower blade, and cleans leather, among other things. Oh, and I just want to add that George Washington Carver, whom I spoke of earlier, is considered the father of peanuts, having found over 300 uses for it. There, of course, is much more to the story of peanut butter. I hope you enjoyed the story as much as I enjoyed doing the research on this. Like a lot of you out there, I love peanut butter, but I think it affects me in different ways, meaning that I think I do have some allergies to it, which a lot of people out there have peanut allergies. And I feel terrible for everybody and anyone who has a peanut allergy. Anyhow... Please remember to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to the podcast on. Also, if you would not mind, please remember to rate and comment and share this with all of your friends. Until next time, my name is Chuck Tuck, and I am the host of Behind the Story with Chuck Tuck. The information in this story was gathered from the Smithsonian Magazine, the National Peanut Board, and Wikipedia.